0: Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.
1: All right, it's hour number three. Bart and Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. We'll go full buffet here in the final hour, 800-919-3776. What you want to talk about in the world of sports, we've got you. And also because it's Valentine's Day, what you want to hear on the call-in line, the request line, call up, and we'll play it for you. And you can shout out whoever it is you love, including if you're in love with a New York athlete right now, like the one, like, I, I fell in love with this guy, like whoever this is, like this player, I love this player. Or if it's somebody that you're like, you know what? I think I'm done. I'm done with this player. Out of love. Who is it? So we'll get to your calls certainly on that. But Bart, I'm curious to see how you're going to do this one today. Because it is Valentine's Day. And I know you go a little senior love daddy on me when it comes to Valentine's Day. So, it's hour number three. It's Barton Hong. What's that mean? It means you get
2: home. Uh Uh-oh. You look her dead in her eyes. Mm. Hmm? If you got older kids, you give them money to take the younger kids to the movies. Uh Uh-oh. You look her dead in her eyes and you say, Baby, it's
3: the power, minute!
2: Five of those minutes is foreplay.
1: <laughs> it is true. The best thirty seconds of her day. Yes. <laughs> you seen how
2: them lions be out in the wild?
1: Hey.
2: Act like they dead? Like I, I said, if you, if
1: you have kids, you're lucky to get that minute. Lock the door and just, just hope they can stay out. But that yeah. door is constantly. Kindly- constantly
2: knocking that's why you gotta get that can't wedge. focus that's why you gotta get that wedge bro stop knocking you gotta get that wedge. you're knocking me out of rhythm you gotta get that little wedge right so they can't open the door <laughs> and then you then you go in the bathroom close that door
1: in the bathroom yes yeah in the mirror shower Nah, nah, no, no. no. yeah it's out i ain't trying to spirit. hurt yeah what just, are you talking about
2: just, just look in the mirror. Put your elbows on the, on the, on the, on the, on the. On the, on the um. All right.
1: Well, Bart wanted to do this, so let's do it. Let's take some calls from the request line. All right, let's do it. Let's go to Don in Stanford. That's Don, so what's fun. happening? That's so funky. Yo, what's
2: up, fellas? I love your show, man. Appreciate I you. Listen to you almost every day. Almost every. Almost. Day. What do you mean almost? What's the almost? He, he emphasized almost. Yeah, twice. he's like almost. But you're not on on Sunday. I'm watching football on Sunday. Oh, so right, you right. ain't on on Understood.
1: Sunday. so. Right, every right. weekday, I like so,
3: it. you. Listen. So listen. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I'm running right now. I gotta send my baby mama money for Valentine's Day. So I can't talk too long. But listen,
2: I, 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 baby mama, uh, can you
3: play? A, mm-hmm. Yeah, I got uh, I, I got baby mamas, man. Okay. So I gotta send them the money. Um, but can you
1: play Prince? Play. Uh, what you need? Are you taking requests today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah let's, I'm let's, looking let's, for that. Oh, that Prince song, uh, another love like a hole oh, in your head. Yeah. Don's got too many.
0: Yeah.
1: Don's got too many. He just can't take anymore. Is that he's broke? <laughs> that's what happens when you so, Johnny Appleseed, so, Don. So you need another?
2: I like. You should be reducing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the doctor said I can't have
1: no more. No, that's a good thing. That's a good thing, Don. All right, God yeah. bless, man. Enjoy the day. <laughs> that's. He, said, he want another lover. The name of this song is You Need Another Lover Like a Hole in Your Head. <laughs> and then Don's talking about all the baby mamas he's got to take care of. All right, so we'll continue with that. See, that's the kind of fun we're going to have today. 800-919-3776. Uh, Aaron Boone spoke today. Curious to hear uh, what he had to say? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's, let's begin with, again, a Yankee team that is, uh was 82-80 and 80 last year. And an offense, what, what are we pointing at? What was that?
2: This is looking at old Michael K. clips.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, from um, center stage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, here's Aaron Boone talking about the offense and how he expects it to be better.
4: I think we have a chance to be a great offense. Again, that's all it is right now is a chance. Last year was a struggle for us offensively, you know, for different reasons. Obviously, you know, we had some significant guys go down. You take out key pieces. But then that doesn't always derail your and the road for you. You I I go back to 2019 where we were ravaged with injuries and everyone just kind of kept on stepping up and the reinforcements were there. I do feel like we're better positioned and better equipped to deal with a guy going down here or a guy going down there. I do like our depth right now. I do like our balance right now. My expectation is that we are an elite offense again. That's what I expect. I think it's a reasonable expectation with what we have, but again, we got to to go
1: show you yeah and they've been a bad they were a bad team last year 227 average the outfielders were not other than of course judge you know not performing and so adding juan soto you would think is going to make that better just alone and then having judge healthy which last year obviously went through some stuff in the middle of the season so with that in mind you have soto and and we have heard this before about the potential as he said on the michael k show a great outfielder, though. of what oh, well again this is about batting right now but it's, it's, what is the lineup going to look like? And so Boone was asked about an ideal lineup.
4: No, it'll play it out. I mean, in my mind, I guess I do kind of have an order. Like, if everyone's going and healthy, the biggest thing I want to make sure we solve is that leadoff spot. You know, if we can put ourselves in a good spot there, you know, with some, then some combination of Aaron and Juan hitting back-to-back, sets us up pretty well. Because if we can solve that leadoff spot, and look, I, I mean, I want it to be DJ, and hopefully it is, but certainly would... Alex Verdugo up there is a possibility. I feel like if that leadoff spot gets settled then we have a chance to be a really special offense because I do feel like the middle of the lineup then around Aaron and Juan has a chance to be deep and special.
1: I mean, Lemayhu is the most obvious guy, right? Yeah. For the job, it's which whether or not you can but, get him healthy and keep him healthy. Yeah, he's been the
2: lot of diminishing returns right. ever since you gave him the money. He had two well, outstanding years yes. and then he's had two that... Been banged, banged up. To be, and yeah. the, and
1: the, foot, the toe was really a major... That's for what happens
2: to old people, though.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, you get hurt more often than not. But this guy's a ball player. I mean, yeah. this this guy's a, usually available, batting title. And if you right, and so what you're hoping is, is that you get a healthy and the the Lemayhu that you've always expected to get, right? Like that you know you'd get. Then he's your obvious leadoff. Verdugo is an option, but I kind of feel like if it is Verdugo, something horrible happened, like something bad happened, yeah. Because you really don't want Verdugo there. Like at least I don't. Now it's interesting. What he also said is that it's some combination of Judge and Soto. They just want him
2: back and back, back to back. That's so, all. Like whether
1: it's Judge Judge being in the two hole or not. Don't be hating on.
2: Listen, this is a year. And Soto in the three. Cashman, this is the year that that Staten come out and like, all right, this what y'all want. Y'all, all right, y'all, y'all forgetting about me. You know, remember Cashman has some interesting things to say about Giancarlo. No, let's see. I want to see what kind of shape he shows up in. And not if he's in shape because he's always in shape, especially at the start. I want to see what he looks like.
1: Mm. It would be sad though if he shows up and he's like lighter, and now he's just hitting line drive outs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, like all
1: the, it's like it's all like, the powers going. Like, yeah, it's,
2: it's like Latimer. I hate to laugh, but it's it's like, it's it's like Latimer when he stopped taking the steroids <laughs> and he got ran over on the goal line. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: exactly. <laughs> and like if, seriously. looking like yo, he ran you over. <laughs> it's just a real thing. Um. Did you see, by the way, what... This is a long, deep ball. Manny, I don't know why yeah. major
2: leagues come to my head. Long, <laughs> high ball. Well, you really got a hold of that one.
1: <laughs> it's too high. It's too far. It's too far. Well, the trajectory. Um, did you see what Manny Machado said about losing Juan Soto? No. This is interesting. Yeah, he said this to Bob Nightingale, uh, USA Today. He said, we believe in the guys we have, but obviously no one can replace Soto. He's the top player in the game. He's irreplaceable.
2: So, why wouldn't they try and trade the other guy? Did they, uh, Tatis?
1: Well, it's it, but I'm, well, I don't, I don't think he's as easy to trade. But, and Soto, I think, is up, which is easier to trade. Yeah, they got to pay an expiring extra. contract. Yeah, they, yeah. they don't want to pay him. So, but think about like, so that's an interesting thing that, that another star would say. The one, he's the top player in the game. So, are we overlooking this? Did the Yankees get the best player in the game and they don't even know it? I always believe that you guys. Like I always believe that part. where well, it's, we know the trajectory. Talent recognizes talent, right? Still, I always believe that. And
2: Machado is as good as they come. Uh, he's been a real leader out there for them, um, and that wasn't uh, the narrative around him coming from Baltimore. Um, what, him and Acuna, you would think.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, young, there, there's young, a bunch of guys. You could guy, I mean, Bryce Harper should be on that list. He's and Bryce Harper's old though. But, uh, I'm talking about young guys.
2: You, I'm talking about young guys you want to build around. Right, well, he's 25. Yeah, Soto's
1: 25. So right. yeah. But still, like, I always go, like, Machado saying that caught my attention. All right. But, anyways, in the end, how are we, how are we judging the Yankees in the end? World Series. We, we can care always. less. I can
2: care less about 100 wins Thank you. and home runs Thank you. and all that blah, blah, blah. Let's fast forward the season, like, until <laughs> the end because they're just it's like. It's a
1: shame d- we can't ever enjoy. We're not going to be able to enjoy a regular season. We just like, can't. They're like
2: the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Man. We yeah. don't care.
1: Yeah, win you 12 games. Yeah, we doesn't don't matter. care. It doesn't matter. It's what happens in oh, January. Oh, 100
2: 105 games. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. Can
1: you beat Houston? Big freaking deal. Get it done in October because it's been a minute.
2: It's, 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 like-
1: <laughs> it's a shame. It's It sucks because you want to enjoy the season. You want to sit back and really just enjoy good baseball. And they could go off remember a couple of years ago when they had that insane start at first half. And I just was saying I had that anxiety of, but I need to get to the finish line. I don't know if I can. And they didn't. And then this last year was a, an absolute disaster, and so now it, you can't say, "Well, they only won eighty-two games last year." Last year they underachieved; they all admitted it. So this year, it's not about, "Well, they were ten wins better than last year." No, no, no. This you've got to be what you expect to be, what the, what everybody expects of you. This brand is supposed to be the best brand in the sport. So Aaron Boone knows it. He's in a he's also in a contract year. Yeah, that, and so that was
2: interesting too.
1: Yeah, and so he was asked, "Like, what's it going to take?" What does it take? What has to happen for the Yankees to finally be a championship team?
2: I think
4: anytime you're a championship level team, and hopefully in the end, we're holding that trophy. That's what we're here to try and accomplish. You know, I think a lot of things have to go right. You know, start with health. In any season, you're going to have your health challenges here and there, but hopefully for the most part, you know, especially a lot of your core guys can go to the post regularly. I mean, that's an important factor. Obviously, going through with what we went through last year as a club, nobody wants that ever again and that it really left obviously a sour taste and you know it's like sand getting kicked in your face you know and i do feel like we have a group that is always really focused and diligent on preparing and getting ready to go out and have a great season but i do think there's another level of edge and focus to not wanting that to happen again and we have a lot of guys with pride in there that again I feel like that first box has been checked by a lot of guys that are eager to put last year behind us.
1: Look, he said he what he said there, the core guys go to the post. That's the most important thing. I mean it's what the Knicks are trying to do. They're trying to get their core guys to the post, right? Like that's that's the most important part at this mm-hmm. point is we've got to get to the finish line with with healthy bodies in the lineup. And he also is referencing that you have when you talk about core guys. You've got guys who have the right attitude, and that part I agree with. You know, last year exposed a lot of different things. Organization got a little too full of itself upstairs, analytics and everything else. You could see that. There was a defiance after a while. What they need to do this year, and you hope they're doing, is that they are listening to the players a little more. Now, you don't let the players run the organization. I get that. But I also think it's important to have the temperature of your clubhouse. They all wanted Boone back. Well, he's back. right? There was no there was no denial after the season that the players wanted him back. But they didn't give him an extension. Fine. He's an approve-it year. But there is leadership in that clubhouse. This era is and, an approve-it year. It, you're right. They, every year has been a it year. But who's the leader? Who's the leader? But, who's the leader? It's a great question. It's where I'm going. I do think that this year there is pressure on Aaron Judge, who's already been paid, Garrett Cole, who's already been paid and has won a Cy Young. Judges won his MVP. Judges won. Judges had, they've all done the individual stuff, right? Anthony Rizzo, we mentioned LeMayhew. There's enough guys who I think understand how to take control of a clubhouse and not let things spiral out of control and maybe speak up more instead of sitting back as the season starts to unravel. As issues start to arise, questions start to happen, media stuff starts to become a distraction. I do think that that's, a, that's on guys like Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole because they were the ones at the end of the season that were doing a lot of talking. They had something to say about keeping Aaron Boone. So to me, like the Yankees are going to be judged this year. Boone is always going to be front and center. Cashman's always going to be front and center. But so are these two guys. Now the problem with Cole is that he's only there every five days, right? So he, he can only do what he can while he's on the mound. But it doesn't mean that at this point, with the Cy Young in his pocket and everything else that he has done in this game, that he doesn't have enough of a presence to make sure that the voice is heard. And Aaron Judge, nice guy. Right? We all love him. Nice guy. Yeah. But, Bart, don't you think it's time for him to put a little edge? He's got to show a little edge. Yeah. He started to last year. Started to. But yeah. I think we need to see it more as a factor where players respond to him,
2: the the, the, the tough part and the issue is nobody has had a group. This group has had any success, like not even moderate success. As far well, as they the did get season. to
1: they did get to the ALCS.
2: Yeah, but that that, that seems like forever ago. It was like, two years ago. It seems like forever ago for the Yankee type of people. What I'm saying is, like when CC took over. He had a championship underneath. His belt. Yeah, well, yeah, that's so, that happened so, right away. So he was speaking from a you know that's mm-hmm. the last that's the last real leader that I can remember this team having. Yes, you know, maybe Brett Gardner. You know what I mean? But it's not as much as CC. Yeah, CC. CC had the size. Yeah, he was the stopper. He was the stopper. Cy Youngs. He, he was
1: the personality. Remember, CC's the guy that gave up a half a million dollar bonus because he threw at somebody. Right? He had the innings pitch thing. Remember mm-hmm. that? And he threw at somebody because his teammate got thrown at, and he walked off the mound. And his teammates knew. That guy just sacrificed was it a half million or a million, whatever it was. But he sacrificed a ton of money because he did what you know you're supposed to do in sticking Protect up for, for your guys, teammates. Yeah. And he walked off, and they all looked at him like, "Damn!" Like, judge has to have moments like that that aren't necessarily a big hit in a big moment, but just a presence moment. Right? Can Letting he,
2: people know. Can he put his arms around Glaber Torres and let him play they got Man, they got
1: to – I'm with you. Like, that's the most frustrating He's player He's the one that guy they that they I got. feel like has never touched developed. the potential He's that he showed. He's not
2: developed at all. Like, what kind of shape is he going to be in? Like, did you work out with him in the offseason? Did he stop eating the,
1: the fried pork rinds? Should like, be on his case. I'm yeah. with you. Now – that's all stuff we're going to watch, and we're going to be you know, obviously close to that. Now, every year, there's always the message to fans. So here's Aaron Boone's message to what has been this entire offseason, a very frustrated Yankee fan base, which, by the way, after the Soto trade, and then Marcus Stroman, and you're going, that's it? It's a wild card. Yeah, like, man. that's it? You know, Cody Bellinger is still out
4: there, right? Blake Snell still You know, still Blake there.
1: Snell is still out there, right? Well, here's the message to the
4: fans. We're hell-bent on being a champion, and... You know, we understand very well that last year was not anything anyone in this organization wants or demands or expects. And I would say we have poured into that from ownership to the front office to the coaches and staff all the way to the players that I do feel like we have prepared properly we are ready to roll but again we got to show you I'm going to talk to you guys every single day and anything I say now next week next month into the season we got to go prove it so I think we have a chance to be a really special team that's all it is right now we got to go show the world that we're as good as we think we can be
1: now, here's what well, like there's there you can hear that's clearly the message that he's saying to the media and to fans, which means that is the message inside the locker room. Is it not? like isn't this kind of stuff said in the locker room, too? You come off a year like they did. You have to believe that everyone in that locker room, the message around that organization is redemption, right? We all got something mm-hmm. to prove. Do the Yankees have a chip on their shoulder this whole year after what happened last year? The offseason, how many people were called to the carpet, how much criticism rained down on the organization from the owner all the way down. Hal Steinbrenner had to hear it. Brian Cashman certainly was hearing it. Aaron Boone's got to hear it, right? Like they all had to hear about it. Mm-hmm. And so does, is it a redemption year for the Yankees? Is there a chip on their shoulder? And if there is, I'm all for it. I love teams that have this. Give me that edge. Give me that redemption year. Give me that pissed off at the world kind of attitude from them where you're coming into every game and every series because you know in the past, I mean, how many times the Toronto come in and they're yapping, right? You had these other teams that come in and they're yapping at you. The Astros come in that we own you, right? Enough of that, right? Enough of that. So I want to see what kind of attitude the Yankees bring into the season as well. It is the Power Hour brought to you by Avocado Green Mattress. Sleep natural. 800-919-3776, of course, is the number. So, Bart, I showed you the picture. There is a photo. So uh, a Twitter handle called the Yanks Center made a, uh, a, 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 I guess, an alternate Yankees jersey. It's a picture of Aaron Judge. I I tweeted it out. And it's, it's the pinstripes. Nothing different the colors haven't changed nothing but instead of the interlocking NY right on the chest across the chest in script in the Yankee script font it says the Bronx how do you mm. feel about this now again this is NBA you know NFL these alternate jerseys third jerseys different colors different looks and all that stuff could you could you see the Yankee fan base embracing a potential Third jersey that simply says the Bronx in script across the chest.
2: It's okay, man. It's,
1: uh, it's not kinda, feeling it.
2: It's kind of like um, who who does that. Uh, I don't like what um, Brooklyn does with that little crazy uniform yep. they have. Sometimes just keep it classic. Why why we have to have an alternate uni, uh, yeah, alternate one? You can put the Bronx on the back or something. I don't know in the nameplate or something. I don't know. It maybe look better back there. Yeah,
1: put the Bronx on the back. Put put Bronx on the back.
2: No, oh, with a name. I think it's even
1: more sacrilegious to put a name on the back.
2: Well, it's the team name.
1: I actually, if you gave me a choice, and the Bronx if, is. Eh. I know. Well, that's what it it's is. Just though it's Bronx. not called Bronx. It's called the Bronx. But anyways, if you told, if you gave me an option, look, this is what we're doing. We have two choices. It's either going to be last names on the back of the jersey, or this script, the Bronx, across the front for home games on you know certain nights. Which one are you taking? I'd probably take this over names on the back of the jersey. I don't there's know just something that. classic about the lack of a last name on the back of the Yankees jersey. There's just something cool about it.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I wish they put names on the back.
1: Well, I know you do. But I think there's something about being identified as your jersey number because in the history of the Yankees, the jersey number is a special thing. I, right?
2: gu- I guess it allows you to keep whatever jersey that you ever buy as a fan forever. <laughs> That's right. You know what I'm saying?
1: You have that. Now – On the Twitter responses uh, on this thing, Larry said, sorry, this looks horrible. Uh, They can do better. Uh, Johnny called it terrible. While a guy who uses 86 cutlets, he said, need. He kind of liked it. So, curious to see what people think of this. And curious to see what you think about everything else. we got calls to get to at 800-919-3776. And also... The power rankings for the NBA are out for ESPN right before the All-Star break, the last one before the break. So where are the Knicks right now after they have lost three in a row? Do they remain among the top 10 teams in the league? We'll discuss that in your calls. Stay with us. Barton Hott, 98.7 ESPN.
0: Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.
1: All right. Well, meanwhile, yes, it's Barton I like the way that Victoria's Secret sits in you. Mm. (laughs) I hear you. Yeah. We've had callers today on Valentine's Day tell us stuff like this.
2: I got to send my baby mama money for Valentine's Day.
1: Mm-hmm. We do, don't we? Mm. <laughs> and you were like, baby got to
2: send your baby mama. Like, you ain't that's, say my girl.
1: That's for Bartha. Like, it's it, he calls it. Do you know what Valentine's Day is?
2: It's Gobble Gobble Day. Is it? You eating. And you getting eaten.
1: And all we want to do throughout the whole show with you on, is just go. Well, call one 800 277 me. <laughs> instead it's 800 3776 because let's
2: take some calls from the request line
1: let's do it alex in orlando what's up alex hey what's up guys hope you guys are doing good hope you guys have a good
3: valentine's day as well with your ladies likewise uh, quick mm-hmm. quick uh thank you uh quick request i'd actually like to request uh because i love you by lenny williams
1: Mm. I, 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 I love you thought I had it I you. There you go Alex. <laughs> you know
2: that had to be good man. Your dude start crying in front of everybody
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Now who's this for Alex? Uh, this is
3: actually uh, actually dedicated to this uh, actually currently my girlfriend uh, Charlene. And uh, you know we had a little little time away
2: from each other, but like this is the thought that always came to my mind. Always, ooh, this and a, right now we're we're happily together. Oh, this is that get back. This is that one where you're like, mm. you like you looking her straight in her eyes. Like why are you looking at me like that all way? Because I
3: love you. Yeah, it, I mean <laughs> don't you, ever you, don't uh, ever take this away from, from me
2: again. Don't ever take this away from me again, baby. Why you do me like that, baby? Don't no, ever. No, it's the greatest ever. I need Let's it. it I need it more than I need air. Thank you,
1: Alex. Alex is like, give me off the phone. I don't Get need me no off.
2: water, no air. I need this more than I need air.
1: <laughs> Garrett and Paramus has a question for you, Bart. Good, Garrett. Uh, hey guys, how you guys doing? Good.
3: Um. Yeah, Mr. Sure, Bart. Uh, Bart, I, I mean, I, I know you've been. Uh, I mean, you weren't like player personnel or anything like that, but. Uh, as I always see like or like the Jets defense. It's like I mean, people say they're like they're discipline but they're still top in the league. And you know, they play with fire. I mean, they fight and stuff like that. It's like then I look at the, the offensive line, and it's like I see like Zach Wilson get like hit late, and it's like, I never see anyone like Willie Colon. I know that's like a, a name you know of, but like getting like people's faces and like they're fighting for like their player like on offense. Like it's like the offense just look the, the old line just looks very. I know they have their own problems, but they just seem like they're very just soft. I will how, how would you go about like fixing that? And uh, I mean, I maybe I'm just seeing it from another view, and maybe that's not right. But I mean, I just want to know your
0: thoughts on that.
2: No, you, you're right. There's a lot of tough guys. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of guys that aren't like energy guys, right? You would you would want Becton to be like that, but it seems like Becton is so concerned in making sure that his knees okay that he's not he's out not there a bully online. Yeah. yeah, he used to be like that his first year, but mm-hmm. after the injuries. You would think Vera Tucker would be that. Like Lanklin, Langlin Langton wasn't like that at all. He's like a good guy. You know what I mean? They, they need somebody. So I like to. Do 10, you need man. that on the
1: offensive line? Do you need like one guy on the offensive line who's like a marginal guy, although you don't want him taking penalties, but no, you, you, you still kind of want somebody that's going to put a little you need the grouchy, fear into.
2: Well, you need a grouchy guy. Okay. Right? Yeah. The Brickershaw wasn't like that. And Nick was a guy that was going to do his job. He was going to be physical and do what he's supposed to do. But, but Willie Colon was like the. But he wasn't doing it like He saying.
1: was the the. the yeah, the, no. the Bronx bully—they called them.
2: Yeah, yeah, Willie, because Willie came from that—that that Pittsburgh. You know, you got to be tough and out physical. I mean, you your mm-hmm. body blows and all that stuff. So if it was a shot to be taken, he would take it. Uh, I would say Tipman may be like that. Um, Is he okay? I, I, I like I like you know his uh, his attitude, his professionalism, his athleticism. Um, but they they get, they they can definitely use a a guy with that type of attitude that sets the tone right. Like and you know for us it was. No, the, the grouch of the group was um, Brandon Moore believe it or not he was the grouch they called really? him, they called him Grady right because he was always frowning he always remember he's a former defensive lineman he was kind of like the guy that was like the unsung hero on that offensive line when you think about you know Nick mango Woody – uh, Damon Woody, Alan mm-hmm. Fanica and the Brickshaw. The Berkshire was just a talented technician yep. that was out there doing, you know, math equations about <laughs> <It's>, you know <laughs> angles and stuff like that.
1: It's goodwill hunting like he yeah, he just figured it out ment- uh, mentally. Um all right, we'll continue with the calls 800-919-3776. So, the the power rankings for the NBA. If you were going to power rank them, who, who do you think would be the team right now in the number 1 slot?
2: Power rankings. Yep. Um I like the Clippers even though they're not number 1 just because of their star power and they're starting to figure it out but yep. I would probably say um Minnesota is going to be up there. Number
1: 2. Minnesota's not number 2 this week and they moved say, up from number 6. And I would say they're
2: probably going to put Boston one.
1: Boston is number 1. They have held at number 1 and they just have had a great season. Um it's really going to depend on the playoffs for them. It always does, but their their season has just been off the charts. They are 42 and 12. They'll be at the Garden by the way next week. Uh, Coming back from the All-Star break. Yeah, Minnesota is uh, number two. Number three, a team that's one of the hottest teams in the league. OKC? The Cleveland Cavaliers. People aren't talking about them, man.
2: Cleveland is not better than OKC.
1: Cleveland has been doing nothing but when they have won 17 of 20. That's a quarter of a season going 17 and 3.
2: Don't tell me what they've done. Tell me who they've beaten.
1: All right. Well, they've beaten some good teams too, but okay. All right. But still, they have... Played really well, and then the coming up, it gets real easy for them. So, anyways, that's team to watch. Four is your Clippers. They were two; they dropped because um, they got smoked by Minnesota, as you remember on Monday. Mm-hmm. But they've been very good. But still, I still think the Clippers are are low key my favorite to get to the finals out of the West. They gotta stay healthy. Yeah, play but they've been
2: playoff play Ka- Kawhi is, is a, a whole different lot of animal. different
1: animal. Yeah, at five is the defending champs, the Denver Nuggets. All right, and they have been kind of hot and cold all year, but they're still very good, 36-18. and 18. Then you have your Thunder. And the Thunder, you remember, like they, they've they been good, but they've had a couple of these questionable losses lately. But they're still very good, and they're 37-17. and 17. I mean, they have an insane you know, plus-20 record here. Uh, and they're another team you're going to watch in the playoffs and just see what are they going to be when we get into a playoff series. Because they are very tough to guard. They score a ton in the paint. Milwaukee Bucks are at seven. Doc finally got a second win out of them. And, you know, are they going to figure it out once we get back on the other side of the All-Star break with a new coach and everything else? A team that you can never count out, but you just don't love the way they play defense. Eight, the Pelicans. Been sleeping on them. Not a lot of talk about Zion. He has kind of just fit in now with them. He hasn't been spectacular, like you know, breathtaking, like he was. Yeah, he one game winner. But they've been yes, he did. But they've been they've been very good as well, and they are ten games over five hundred. And then there's the Knicks at nine, so they stay in the top ten, although they drop from seven. And a lot of people are saying, really, the, the three straight losses. But they, you don't know if that game in Houston was was going to be a loss. They were coming all the way back. But now there's concerns, you know, about injuries and how much, how many games they're going to miss with, uh, you know, after the All Star break, without Randall and Ananobi, and now we'll see how Divincenzo is as well. So that's a major concern on that end. Uh, and then Phoenix Suns are rounding out the top ten. That's crazy, with all that talent, right? Well, they're 32 and 22.
2: They still haven't. They still don't look. They're too.
1: just ten games over. It's, like
2: they still don't look.
1: They have good right. games and then they have like you know eh.
2: no defense man and Nurkic is going to be a, a, going to be a liability.
1: Yes. And I also wonder about Beal. Because Beal is a guy that will just all of a sudden hamstring, all of a sudden calf strain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's just that guy. I'm back. He's so right and that's the one to watch. He's so good but that stuff always comes up. So that's your question about them. You know, Dallas they're right up there as well, but your question about them is going to be: Is is Kyrie defense. and Luca and you know, yeah, they're they're you know, will they be good enough defensively? Because you just you know, you're trying to just outscore your own defense in the in the playoffs. That's harder to do when you're playing against a team, you know, four you have to win four out of seven. So anyway, that's that's where we're at right now. The Knicks do stay in the top ten as we go into the All Star break. Where will they be midway through March? I just think that's what you're waiting for, is can they get, at some point, don't go too late, where Randall and Ananobi can come back? And then maybe you'll get a sense of what this team can really be. 800 3776 Let's take Eddie in LA. What's up, Eddie?
3: Hey, Han. What's going on? What's going on, man? Man, I've been listening to you since, you. I think, when you first started. I started listening to you in 2012.
1: Yeah, that's when I started. Wow. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I remember that. Um and Bart, I can't wait to talk to you. Uh did just, did but I just <laughs> had to say can't wait. Yeah, but okay. yes, Bart, I'm a big Jet fan too, so I've been following you. Actually I've I've followed and so I've been following you since uh, you was with uh uh Baltimore. Quick note before I go to the Knicks. I just want to say to Bart, just to mess with Bart, um the reason why we, the Jets didn't get to the uh to the Super Bowl um in two thousand what, eleven? Yep. That's you off. That's y'all fault. That's the defense's fault because Uh-oh. we had we had we had the game and y'all let y'all let uh, Roethlisberger get away oh, two boy. times and they came and they won the game and and not only that the strength of that team was the defense. Mark Snance just had a great game. He yeah. had three hundred yard over three hundred yards, no turnovers, two touchdowns. We should have won that game if our defense
2: when it came through in that last drive. But that's all spilled milk. I just want mm. the message. Well, we we, we tried to blitz him to get him because he was trying to take take all the time off the clock. If we would have just ran the ball four times from the one-yard line instead of throwing it three times, then I think we would have been playing with a lead and Ben would have had to try and score a touchdown and not just run the clock out.
3: That 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 is true, but still the strength of the team is the defense, the but defense should have won the game. We we
2: didn't give up any points. Like you, you wanted us to stop him to stop the clock, to get the stop. He picked up the first down. It's not like he scored. It's not like we gave up the, the game we went score. We were down and we just needed we you know, and we had to we had to try and get the ball back and they were just trying to run the clock out. That's a difference.
3: Well, uh, you you're right, you're right, but the last thing I uh, the what what I the only thing I really remember is that we it was it was stirred and long and somebody had Roethlisberger in their grasp and he got away and he threw it for about 10 to 15 yards and they got a first down. That's the last thing I can remember. Yeah, years, yeah, so. yeah,
4: Antonio Brown. Anyway, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, but anyway, it's all awesome. spilled. you know, I I'm, I love you guys and you guys did the best you can it, it, it's time for the new regime to to, to put something together. But anyway, I call to um, ask you guys to give us um, to tell me um, what exactly what you guys know about um, our injury report. When is Randall Ananobi and uh, R- Randall Ananobi and Robinson? When are they coming back? And question for you guys: How far do you? I think the Knicks can go. Uh, seven games to the Eastern Conference Finals with this team against Boston. And I want to uh, hear what you guys, what do you guys think as of right now? They okay? have, yeah, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll, I got I'll you. Them,
3: I'll, I'll, I'll hang up and listen. Thank and you. Uh, and, and, and you guys have a good day.
1: Appreciate you. All right, so first and foremost, you won't see OG or Randall probably until March, right? I think Ananobi's... Um, Evaluation date after the elbow procedure, I believe, is the last week of February, uh, which is essentially it's just the first two days of the right March and February split. That that two weeks from now, right? So there's that, Um, and I think Randall's in the same time frame of the of the reevaluation on the shoulder to see if he can start working out. I imagine he's probably trying to do some things, you know, during the All Star break and everything. But I don't think we're going to see them until, you know, into March. And that, of course, leaves about 20 games to go because, you know, coming out of the break, you're at like 27. So there's not a lot of games left to be played. Mitchell Robinson, he's going to try. And there's, you know, like I said, they, they, they've they talked about how he's been doing more things. And on the other side of the All-Star break, Mitchell Robinson is supposed to start doing some basketball activities, but... Me personally, I hope he proves me wrong. I don't feel like we're going to see him, at least not in the regular season. Now, if they go on a run and they find themselves playing into late May, maybe. Maybe if he keeps working, they'd be able to uh, to find a way to put him in the game and have him available. But if you're looking to see if he'll play before the end of the season, it would take a lot. Because it's a big man. It's an ankle it's not something you want to mess with, because of the future for him. I don't know if we're going to see him. So that's that's the reality. So the players that are out right now, Ananobi, Randall, those two guys, other side of the break, All Star break, I think you know there'll be a reevaluation, and then they'll see the condition that they're in. And for Ananobi, that's his shooting arm. Elbows his shooting elbow. So you you don't you know he's got to be comfortable shooting the basketball. But, but his body, he should be staying in the best shape he can stay in because it's your elbow, it's not your legs. That's the positive. And for Randall, it's a shoulder. How much pain can he tolerate? How much can he get hit? And this is not,
2: it's non shooting. Will it pop shoot. out? This is not, nah, but he, it's
1: the non shooting. You're right. Yeah,
2: once it's back in, you're fine.
1: Well, you just don't want to get hit. Like, you know, he's a physical player. You want to make sure he can still be that guy. And then he's got to find his rhythm again. So all that stuff has to be figured out. So yeah, there's there's still some time, but that's why this All-Star break coming up, it's so perfectly timed. There's one game right now and they don't play again until next Thursday. And then it's Thursday, Saturday. So you're in a in a two-week span, they four games is all you're losing here. That's a key part of this whole thing. You want to get these guys back while there's still 20 plus games left if you possibly can. And then they can all now figure out with the new pieces what kind of rotation they can get. And let's not forget Isaiah Hartenstein. You know that, that low Achilles thing, it's really more of a heel, but they call it Achilles tendinopathy. That is something that it all it's it requires keep, is rest. It's
2: going to keep coming
1: back. It, well, it, un, unless he gets rest. so they, get, they had to put him on a minutes
2: restriction when he comes back. Probably,
1: yeah, because you don't want to stress it, and then it, it flares up again.
2: That's why you might have a hold-on to a guy like Gibson just Taj so Gibson. you can get some – Responsible defense and rebounding.
1: And they have two roster spots open, Bart, which leaves the possibility of signing another big man that is somewhere in the world right now that you could get. It doesn't have to be, you know, Robin Lopez is a center who was, you know, uh, he was waived, and now he's a free agent. But it doesn't have to be someone like him. It could be someone who could be playing overseas. You know, you never know. Hmm. So there's stuff to just keep an eye on when D- it comes to that. Dwight Howard? I mean, <laughs> crazier things have happened.
2: Dwight still can rebound, baby.
1: I mean, again, no, he shape. can you put up with it? Can you put up with it? That's all you're asking.
2: I tell him quit looking at boys in the shower.
1: That didn't really happen, did it? <laughs> no. Uh, <800-9-9-3-7-7-6. laughs> 919 no, 3776 we
2: know what Casey Fehezi has been going. <laughs> uh, all
1: right, so we'll finish up with your calls and some thoughts on tonight's matchup between the Knicks and the Magic to finish the All-Star break and more.
0: Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.
1: See, this is what I was waiting for the whole damn show. I mean, seriously, can we just can we turn this up? Please? Listen,
2: we're so old already she's already had our baby. We don't want to have no baby. So you have not my baby. No! Hell no. My I am not going back to a diaper genie. Keep that son. <laughs> so we now have my G. baby. So you
1: had my baby. The next diaper I'm changing so is my grandkids. So you my baby. It, it feels means so much good to, to me. me. There's I'm nothing re- more precious. Come on, you know the words. I know. To the Raise, raise the a family. family. But then I to
2: have to pay for three colleges. Scholarship. <laughs> oh, I'm going to work forever. Because <laughs> education going up so high.
1: You and I. No.
2: (laughs) We knew the kids was dumb from the start. (laughs) Knew they weren't going to get no academic scholarship. (laughs) All
3: that private school I paid for, these dummies still couldn't get a scholarship.
2: (laughs) the hell wrong with these kids? Oh,
1: man. So you know what we're doing today. We are doing it.
2: Let's take some calls from the request line.
1: Let's do it. Let's go to Rodney and Hawthorne. Rodney, what do you want to hear, Rodney? Yo, my brothers. I love y'all. You guys are my big brothers.
2: Bart, I love listening to y'all. It's like family. Listening to you guys, Appreciate and, it. and it's, you,
3: you guys are the older brothers. And I, and I gotta say, I gotta wish a very happy Valentine's Day to my wife and to my daughter. I love them dearly. They make my life every single
2: day. They make it worth it. You know, family's family, and they're the two that motivate me every day. And I dedicate Cupid one by 112.
0: to oh, God. I love them.
2: That
4: note.
2: Yeah. this is their best song, Rodney. Right Rodney with a heartfelt. Hey, Rodney, hey, Rodney, ask me this, ask me this though, Rodney. Your girl back yeah, at home, you're gonna start with Cupid, but you ended with mm. peaches and cream, though, huh? <laughs> yeah,
1: you know what it is, du- you know what it is. Yeah, yeah. just it keep is. that door locked. That's yeah. all. Just keep <laughs> that door locked, Rodney. We appreciate you, man. Get, Thank get, you. Get daddy I 10 15
2: minutes, baby. We'll be right out. Go watch, go watch. Go go watch do, uh,
1: Spongebob. Right, here, take the iPad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you said, mommy said <laughs> I can no, no, have iPad. No, you can go on Roblox all yeah, day yeah, today. Yeah, Enjoy go, it. you <laughs> Scott and West Orange. Scott, what do you got, man? You know what time it is. Let's take some questions. Yeah, baby. Barton High, man. First time caller, but I listen to you guys all the time. I Appreciate put everybody you. on you guys. Appreciate you. No... No doubt, I keep hearing Bart talking about that do me, baby, man, play that bell, with the ball, do me,
2: baby.
1: Yeah, uh, I need a body bag. Do, oh. oh. do me, baby. Oh,
3: do me, baby.
2: Yeah, oh. oh. <laughs> this song,
1: this song came out like the '90s, right? I was still young. You be in the car with your mom. And this song comes on, you're just like singing it, and you just turn and go like, oh, never mind. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, Sorry, mom. No. <laughs> She's looking at you like, what are they saying no, in this but- song? What are they saying? No, nothing, nothing. Don't worry about it. What do you my, guys my, got? Michael Bivitt never sang nothing. You eight nineteen, 19, bud? Huh? 80? 8, nine,
3: ten,
1: 80? 80, yeah.
3: 19. Man,
2: I'm, I'm 8, 12, 80. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Leo's up in the building, yeah. saying, you know what I'm saying? Fire yeah, sure. sign, that's, baby, the lion, not- B. That let us know that our right. parents were bored as hell in the wintertime. They got it in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just gotta have a good day, my man. Have a good yeah.
3: day. Yo, God bless you, man. Both of y'all like Beavis and
1: Butthead. I love y'all. <laughs> uh, Houth Beavis and Hooth Butthead. <laughs> Every time they say that about us, I always wonder. Which one is which now?
2: Uh, Beavis is... Butthead is the, the one with the blonde hair. He's crazy. Yes. So... That probably would be me. He's Wait, the one always doing something but, stupid.
0: Beavis is the blonde. Butthead was the... Oh. All right. Hair. Hey, Beavis. Oh, uh, it
2: seemed like... But, okay. I'll yeah. be, I'm the blonde.
1: Bart's definitely Beavis.
2: Yeah. No, Butthead. I'm Beavis. Okay, I'm Beavis. You're Beavis. Yeah, I always get them mixed up. Yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's exactly <Beavis. laughs> what you are today. But everybody, enjoy the day today. You know what Bart put, calls it. Put it in there. <laughs> Beavis. Wait, put it in there. What's wrong with my page? Damn, what's wrong with my page? Damn it. No, yeah, it's still not working. It's Gobble Gobble Day. Yeah, it's Gobble Gobble Day. That's what he said today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we played the songs for you, and we hope everybody has a blessed day. Don't forget to get Yash's Catholic. See you tomorrow. <laughs> well, Don't call 1 800 277 DUMI. Thanks for listening to the Barton
0: Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring.